Oh, is that bongos? Oh, those are the bongos, yeah. <laughs> God, Jesus so Christ. much fucking bongos. Oh, Do you ever think my... you'd hear so many bongos on a Jack White? <laughs> what we need now is more bongos, everybody. Just keep them coming. Oh, no. Don't step on the computer, Tallulah. All right. Hello, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Stop every time every time we do the show like as soon as we start Heather's cat is just asshole right in the camera right just in the camera all up just walking <laughs> over the recorder just walking over the mixer it's it's her domain she needs to make her voice heard I mean she wants us to know what she thinks of this album <laughs> and it's just a a beautiful uh butthole ring that's that's what she gives it one butthole ring um it is time for us to discuss uh, a bad, a very, very bad album that somehow escaped our our clutches for for some reason, but uh, no more. Uh, today, Stoppies, we are going to be uh, discussing Jack White's 2018 Boarding House Reach, and let me tell you, Stoppies, there is some reaching. On this album. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a big reach. Really aiming for the stars. Just throwing everything out there. Every, every in, Playing every instrument in the studio. Uh, just trying every experimental diversion he's ever considered. Uh, without ever bothering to really like write a complete write song. Write a song? Yeah. No. Yeah. None of that. But 13 tracks of something. <laughs> Uh, certainly something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. And this actually is directly from a fan suggestion. Uh, this is from Jason Grace, dear and loyal Stoppy, who um, suggested this to us last year. And uh, we're glad we could get it in. That This time it's just me and Mike uh, going going head to head or not really head to head. We're, we're I mean, we're, our heads are bashing in unison against uh against the table in front of us because this is a fucking mess this is That's a right. mess of an album uh but shout out to jason for for you know bringing it to our attention uh, mike you were talking about how we did the worst of 2018 and this somehow was not on the worst of 2018 so you said you were going to be doing some uh some some uh, like a, a recap of those songs to see if this would have made it on retroactively yeah, so I you know, I do think uh I think I stand by my worst of twenty eighteen list. Um I think twenty eighteen was a bad year. Uh in general for music. I listened to this album in twenty eighteen. It was a strong contender. It was on my short list. As I listened to albums throughout the year, it got edged out. Uh it was close. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to re- just recap for you though the worst of twenty eighteen. You tell me if you think any of these are less deserving than Boarding House Reach. Trigger me. Trigger me, Mike. All right, so <laughs> I'll start uh, at number 10 was Fallout Boy, Stay Frosty, Royal Milk Tea. Th- this is worse than Fallout Boy, easily. Continue. Really? The Are yes. you smelling that shit? Are you smelling that shit? Oh, the Resistance shit. song? Come on. Yo, the Resistance. Yes. Ice okay. Box Zebra or whatever the fucking Ice Zebra... Stay Frosty Royal Milk Tea. Da- <laughs> yeah, Daniel Stripe Tiger, whatever the fuck that song is, it's it's worse. But go on, keep going. 
uh, Tom Morello, uh, How Long, featuring Steve Aoki and Tim McElrath. Oh, that was very bad. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Okay. Godsmack, Under Your Scars. Oh, man. I don't know. This is more audacious. This is more audacious uh, in a bad way. Badacious. Eminem (laughs) Kamikaze. Oh, no way. Yeah. Uh, sting and Shaggy, just one lifetime. <laughs> I'm a Sting and Shaggy apologist. I would put this. I would, I would bump out. I listen. I can enjoy that shit. This is this is this is a bad time. This is a bad time. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. All right. I mean, Lil Lil Zan, who I am. We aren't re- replacing that. No. Uh, Justin Timberlake flannel. We aren't replacing that. Oh, no. Uh, Tom McDonald white boy. We aren't replacing oh, that. Of course not. Ironic punishment division deplorable maybe wasn't even worth including because yeah. it's like there, who gives a shit about who those gives guys. a shit right and then yeah. broken side and wave worst of the year I think <laughs> stand by that especially in light of our recent Patreon episode stoppies uh, you can check us out on Patreon if you haven't uh, if you'd like to become a contributor we have posted our first episode yeah uh, first premium go. primo primo tent episode uh <laughs> where we revisit the first broken side album oh my god and wow what a traumatic event that was <laughs> i'll be recovering from that for a long time yeah we got uh one of our our mega stoppies uh Estanis, uh had uh sent us a message about that about just how scary they are <laughs> like it's just like like that you know he didn't feel comfortable wading through those waters without us so we're always here to shepherd a young stoppy um, you know, we, we're, we're here to do, do the work, get, get yeah. in the muck and the mire, uh, so to speak. So we're, 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 I'm not glad or grateful that we could do that for you because nobody really needs that, but it was two hours of <laughs> commentary. So subscribe to yeah. Patreon for five bucks a month and you can, <laughs> you can go down that, that fucked up road with us. Um, it was a fucked up road. It, this was also a fucked up road yes. though. So yeah, no guest this week. We're chopping it up, just us, you know, back to basics episode. You know, yeah. the content you crave, stoppies. <laughs> uh, we're just recalibrating after a uh, an intense March badness. Yeah, intense March badness and an intense like personal badness in April. And you know, it's okay. We're getting we're with the, there's light at the end of the tunnel, folks. We're both we're vaxxed up. We're ready to spit in each other's mouths again. We, we we hung out last night and watched Mortal Kombat. I know this is critical f- information for you all to know. <laughs> that <laughs> it's uh you know it's a good sign. There there are good things on the horizon. Um, none of those things will be found on this album, uh, Stoppies. It is truly one of the worst things I've I've I I've heard from uh you know a musician that is so respected and legendary and uh you know, really ex- extremely talented. Um, this is, is quite a fall. It's quite a fall for Mr. Uh, Jack Anthony White. Um, and yeah. I landing just, on water, landing on water territory, woof, landing on sewage where it's really bad and it barely can be called an album. I would say, I um, mean, yeah, I mean, it's a lot, it's so much, ex- it's so it's, it feels like a sketch pad. It, it a sketch comedy sketch pad of like all of the fucking like <laughs> from, abandoned from the concepts. Yeah, 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 exactly. From the Joker in the movie The Joker. 
<laughs> oh yeah, dude. Jack White is totally Jokerified on this album. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think one of the reviews I read. So this this album came out in 2018. It was pretty universally panned. Uh, people yeah. did not like it. I can't imagine how, who would like this uh, this album because it really isn't even trying to be an album. It's 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 a fuck you like, but it's like the laziest fuck you ever. It's not a punk fuck you. It's a like fuck me. I can just, you know, shart on a vocorder and you'll you peasants will lap it up and pay me for it. You know, is basically what's happening here. Um, yeah, I don't know. That wasn't quite my read. I think um, I don't think it was meant as a fuck you. Oh, I, I mean, think it's, it's it's a fuck you to convention. It's easy to take it as one. It feel it, it's <laughs> like I don't know. You know, I don't know if the intent matters or not. It definitely feels like a fuck you. But I think the Jack impact White, is fuck you, and impact matters more than intent, folks. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the impact the, is fuck me. <laughs> but the intent, I think, was to be like, you know, I'm gonna do all the stuff that uh i've that i've wanted to do you know like screw you know what i what people expect from me i i want to do bongos on every track <laughs> want to do white white boy funkless funkadelic with fucking you know like just these meandering fucking self-indulgent jams that go nowhere with 17 different instruments all played by like you, you can't do funkadelic without a fucking community of musicians you know you're just doing like a session musician and like whatever you can fucking bang out on your like Fisher Price, I I I made this DIY on the eight track recorder from my childhood. Like, okay, well, great, good for yeah, you. It's, fu- <laughs> it's funka funkademic. F- oh, uh, it is it is uh, it is it very like several attempts at funk on here. A lot of attempts at like esoteric, uh, you know, poetic spoken word, uh, beat poetry, rapping. Yeah. There's rapping. There's rapping. There's, There's straight riveting up rapping. Northern state style rapping. <laughs> it is a lot. And this is like It's look, a lot and somehow I, nothing at all. But go on. I was a huge fan of the White Stripes. I love the White Stripes. I like all their albums. I didn't ever get too into any of the other Jack White projects. The Rack and Tours, I will say, I never got into, uh, but I caught the last like 30 minutes of their set at riot fest one year and i regretted very much not catching the first hour of that set because the last third of it was so dope uh i always the dead weather i never got super into but i always liked them you know and the first two jack white solo albums i've heard are great blunderbuss and lazaretto they both are like well-regarded albums so he's got a pretty spotless record up to this point i feel like yeah, and, and there's there's something that's different about all those records, and the main difference is songs. So those <laughs> records have songs. Uh, they're composed. They have beginnings and middles and ends. There are, you know, because it, it's just like I, I work with kids, right? You can't give kids no fucking boundaries. They turn into little shits. And, you know, it, 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 helps, it helps them to give them healthy boundaries and expectations. This is what happens when you have zero fucking boundaries, when you're like, you know, homeschooled and 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 coddled and you are you know allowed to just 
to y- just color all over the walls and oh we're nurturing his creativity yeah but he fucking sucks <laughs> it's not good <laughs> yeah rain him in rain him in buddy it's 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 anarchic in in the worst way in and not in not an effective way no it's one big jerk off it's just a Oof. it's just a it's just fucking around. It's through just and through. dicking There's around. There's a few songs here and there that I can kind of, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll call them out when, you know, when we get to them. Well, you'll know because those okay. are the ones that are songs. There's, and there's, <laughs> and there's some songs that aren't, aren't songs, but they still have like parts where it's like, oh, that riff kind of slays. But yeah. Never. Everything. I think the main, the, the word I use the most in my notes was underwritten. These songs are underwritten. They are, they're just a couple ideas with like really weak connective tissue, just like no meat, nothing you can sink your teeth into, just bones and sinew of song, of like what a song could be, you know? Yeah. Fucking stringy as his goddamn goth hair. <laughs> like his, <laughs> his, his, his glamour goth fucking <laughs> like 50 year old hair. Like goth Karen. I don't even know how he does it. But anyway. Uh, yeah. So what do you think, Mike Dunn? What do you think happened? Like what what's the deal here? Because I read a you know, I read a, a, a review. I believe uh, this was the Pitchfork review um, where the, the author says, Quote, after the stripes broke up and as he began to dress more and more like Johnny Depp in a Tim Burton film, he started to carry himself like Depp too, a former boy genius soured into a man, an iconoclast trapped in an icon's body. And then um, there was a Stereo Gum article uh, talking about just how, you know, he's he's overthinking it. And, and there's a quote here. He's building compounds in Nashville and Detroit like some kind of manic axe-wrecking cult leader. He's manufacturing baseball bats. He's also watching Jordan Peterson YouTube videos, which is not a good sign. Oh, no. <laughs> so what do you think happened? Is Are we, are we blaming it on Jordan Peterson? Because I'm happy to do that. <laughs> no, is I he think a, Jordan is he a Peterson white going is, his a, own way? is a symptom, not a, you know, not a uh, Not the cause. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think, yeah, I think Jack White just, you know, I mean, fame will do this to a person. We are like broken records with how often we say, you know, not enough people around these artists saying no. And clearly that's got to be the case here. Uh, It's just hubris. You know, you get to a point where it just you start feeling like every idea you have must be worth fucking putting out there. You know, even for however half-baked or underwritten or you know smushed together from disparate weirdness uh you know any of these particular tracks is which they all are they're Mm -hmm. all make no sense he's lost the ability to suss out which of these like songs or song ideas are bullshit uh and he's like you know at this point i've got all these projects under my belt i've been doing this for so long this is what I'm going to give to the people because I don't, I don't care. You know, to him, it's like, I, I, I'm sure he thinks it's like a big move, like an wow, artistic like, statement. Oh, he absolutely does. Statement. He absolutely does. He, so he said, um, <clears throat> that he tried a new way of songwriting for this album. What is, <laughs> you couldn't, couldn't, couldn't tell. Oh, um, I, I read about this. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, He's basically, crazy. this is his attempt. This is him channeling like Lil B <laughs> like fucking, this is, this is based garage, I guess. Basement rock. 
he uh, he said, quote, I wrote songs by singing the melodies connected by love and why walk a dog came from just singing what was in my head or my gut at that moment. I'd never written like that before. So the translation is I fucking literally said the first thing that came to my mind and was like, yep, that's it. Done. Complete. <laughs> I was going to talk about I saw a thing that, that like he wrote these songs, a lot of these songs just in his head, like in a room just thinking of the parts and he would he was trying yep. not to like hum them or play the parts on instruments but just oh, yeah he would just put it right the head. whole thing in his head there's a reason why people don't do that there's a reason why uh fucking talented musicians like you my dude play the instruments to figure out songs that's usually how it works yeah i almost feel like it's like he's trying to be like that's some like mozart shit like oh yeah from the, from the movie amadeus when he's on his deathbed just like from memory telling caravaggio or whatever how to uh, you know what to write in the sheet music as he and with his dying words like jack white thinks he could be that dude who just writes a whole album in his head you know, and this and, is the result. Uh, this is the result. This is what happens. <laughs> and what I will tell you, Stop, he says he cannot do that. This is it's 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 really, really, really atrociously indulgent, going nowhere, fucking trash. And and if he wasn't already just one of the most famous rock musicians of all time, there's no way that anybody would have put up with this. Well, like, what are your thoughts on Jack White in general? Do you are you into his other stuff? Yeah, I mean, I was into the White Stripes for sure. Uh, you know, my dad was into was a garage rock, you know, musician. I grew up with that. I was very excited by the you know the White Stripes, fucking you know the first three albums. I I we listened to it all the time in my house. I mean. Yeah, I, I, the White Stripes are one of those bands that like I've always, I've always been into. I've always respected. I've never seen them live. Um, yeah, oh, but I wish. which it's just really a shame, you know. I should have um, just done it. They were playing at the Orpheum one time. I remember I almost went for it, but I was like, ah, it's too expensive. It's just too I know, expensive. dude. Let this like, be a message it was to like, all of you, stoppies. If you <laughs> have the like option, seventy bucks or something. You know. Yeah, if you have the option like, to see never. fucking heroes, go do it. I mean it's they 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 break up and they die and it sucks um but yeah I, so i yeah so i was into the white stripes similar to you i never listened to really the the offshoots or you know but again it, it was always like oh you know very well respected musician jack white and i think it seems like he's gone a little bit yeah that that johnny depp uh, trajectory of just getting weirder and weirder. The Marilyn, Ma well, I don't want to compare it to Marilyn. Manson, yeah, not quite Marilyn Manson. Not but quite I know, there. He's but always like, been cuckoo. He's been yeah. He's been cuckoo for a long time, well before Boarding House Reach. But he was cuckoo with like a level of of passion and verb verve and intention that is completely absent on this album. And this cool. Is he used to cool. He used to seem cool. He is not cool, Stoppy. This is not a cool <laughs> person making an album. This is no. This is a this is a cry for help. <laughs> it it really does. It feels it's definitely a, a serious midlife crisis album. Yeah, you know, it, this is his version of getting the Harley, you know, and and having an affair. I want. I just can't figure out. Is he was he unable? Was it a writer's block thing where he just couldn't put the songs together, or was it like what did he really think that this this was truly better than him just doing regular songs. Like this was going to be the next evolution of his craft. 
it's an orchestra of him smelling his own farts. I mean, and fucking <laughs> like just just breathing deep. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to to stretch the limits of my craft. And what you just end up doing is sounding like a really noodly, funkless, joyless, plodding, you know, imitation of like really discarded, extended, you know, funkadelic Coke jams and like some really limp you know, Wayne Kramer impersonations. It's not a good look. And then fucking... Wayne Coyne? No, Wayne Kramer from the fucking MC5. Oh, the MC5, sorry. Yeah. Because there is... I also feel like there's some... uh some late era Flaming Lips vibes on some of these yeah, songs. Yeah, for like sure. Some shit that could have been on Oxy Melody or whatever. Yep, yep. Similar midlife crisis. I mean, mid career crisis or end of career, or waning career crisis. I don't know, but it's yeah. it's really not good. And then fucking bongos and rapping. Lots of choices. A, an album of many choices. Let's yeah. Shall we say. <laughs> Oh, wait, real quick. Can we talk about the fucking album cover? <laughs> I Why? like the album cover. It looks it's like, like Sophie. Vaporwave. Yeah. It looks like Sophie. What's happening? And apparently, I don't, you know, I don't even know what to do with this, but I just read it, so I'm going to say it. Uh, in the Rolling Stone article, they talk about the cover image, and they, they call it, quote, a sort of portrait of the artist as young trans person. Signals the notion of artistic identity as fluid territory. Blah, 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 blah. Fucking Rolling Stone. Blah, 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 blah. And he said, apparently, in Uncut Magazine, I don't feel male or female. Hmm. So, they, and Rolling Stone's take Trans is... Trans icon, it, Jack White. I just, I don't understand, Showing right? Out. Like, are I, we uh, doing this? Is I'd, this... Let's, I don't... <laughs> I don't know what to do see. with this. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think maybe Rolling Stone is getting ahead of themselves. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with the album cover. Yeah, it it it, it has like a vaporwave feel to it. It feels like postmodern. He literally looks stylized like Sophie on it, though. Like the hair and everything and the lighting. And well, the, there's the no look. hair. It's clouds. There's oh, clouds cloud instead hair. of hair. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and like mist. Uh, I don't yeah. know. It's kind of cool. It's not a great album cover. It's kind of corny too. But I just, I just wonder. Like, it just seems like a tossed off kind of like, is he coming out as trans or is it just kind of like, oh, I want to keep you guessing. I don't know. Whatever. That's that's fine. Yeah, um, I think either way, you know. Shout out Jack White, but I, it's not going to change. Your gender is the least confusing thing if, about if this, this album. If there's a, if there's a reverse, uh, you know, if there's a, a, a transgender dysphoria blues pulled where this album turns out to be about the trans experience, it's not going to make it any better for no, me. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So here we go. So we're going to get into it. Uh, the first song on the album was the single. Uh, there's like a video for it. It's not really you know worth discussing it's not like meaningful um this is at the very least a song so here we go this connected is- by love <laughs> yep So that's 
it's not the worst. It's definitely not the worst thing on this album. It's it's one of the few songs. It's probably like one of the best songs on the album. Uh, but it's still really boring and like kind of like that weird tuneless chorus that doesn't ever really crescendo into anything. I don't know. Boring is not how you want to start a fucking Jack White album. I'll say. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd say he starts strong comparatively. You're right. This is one of the few like songs, actual structured <laughs> songs on the yep. album. Uh, I think it cribs a lot from TV on the radio. I think it's really very similar if you were to like build a TV on the radio song from the ground up, like a mashup of all their songs. It would sound something like this, but you know, probably a little better if it was coming from them. Uh, my issue was like originally the song was going to be called "Infected by Love." I think that would have made for a more interesting hook. You know, I, I feel like just saying like "We're connected by love." It's like yeah, yeah it's like too we'll obvious. Live and laugh and love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love yeah, connection. I- love is connection. Like sure, great. I love is an infection. I think more interesting. Uh, oh yeah, overall, but they didn't want to do it because he he didn't want it to be associated with STDs. You know, to understand my lyrics, you need to have a very high IQ. <laughs> yeah, I, oh yeah, there's lots of that on this album, yeah. for sure. There's a lot of you know fedora tipping on this album. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, overall, I mean, I actually I thought there was a nice organ solo and like. You know, the beginnings of a nice guitar solo. I feel like he should have shredded it out a little yeah, bit longer. Yeah, there's no sh- so few shreds no. on this album. Good, Some good tone, some nice guitar tones, but he doesn't do enough with it. No. Because, again, it seems like he took the same approach to the instrumentation that he did with the lyrics. It's just like, all right, like noodle out the first thing that happens, and, and there it is, one take. Like, that's the track, you know? Yeah. Um, and and yeah, so so yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It's not terrible. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I wouldn't pay attention to this. This isn't. You know, fucking. This is no Seven Nation Army, right? Like, there's nothing that's really like grabbing you in it. Um, yeah. It's it's just. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'd rather listen to Return to Cookie Mountain, but you know, this is <laughs> this is about as good as Boarding House Reach is gonna get. I will oh say. yeah. You know, it's and, pretty and much peaks early. That is saying something, Stoppies. <laughs> that should make you worried. Um, should we should we just jump right on into the next one here? Yeah, which we is, could wow, talk about wow, wow, wow. Why walk a dog? Why walk a dog? Why so, walk a dog? So they don't piss in your house? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Why walk a dog? These cats seem to blow. Everyone's mine, but mine. What is so funny about beasts above understanding? All right, I I was trying to find, and that it doesn't matter, dude. That that's a terrible line. Well, yeah, that what's so <laughs> what, hard what is to so funny about beasts above and under uh, beasts above understanding understanding. So <laughs> that's a the Elvis Costello of course reference, right? Oh what's yeah, so hard, what's so funny about, about peace, love? Uh, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> 
This uh. one's um, got a lot of interesting thoughts on pet ownership. This song <laughs> is about, hmm, why walk a dog? You know, why, you know, are you their master? Did oh. you buy them at the store? Did you know they were, did they know that they were a cure for you to stop being bored? Like, whoa, whoa. What are you really, is it, is it a companion in your life or do you own it? What's the, what's it like to be, to have a dog? What does it mean in in America, in society to have a dog? Uh, It's boring though, huh? I feel like he's going for like, you know, flaming lips by way of David Lynch and like, it's just, but you've got this really weak um, drum machine programming, just very... Very thin drums and like just a really repetitive two chord, you know, organ organ dirge. Dirge, yeah. There, you know, there's a cool guitar tone here and there, but like you heard it in that part. It's like that's a cool tone, that gated, like dirty, you know, overdrive. But then to just go with it while like fucking, you know, Pink Floyd the Wall light plays in the background, it's just. It's just not doing it for me. Yeah, it's like he was hitting the edibles too hard or something. And <laughs> yeah, I, I just, definitely. I, that's I definitely really, a, 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 a whole mood for this album. It really is. It's just, you know, it's, oh, Uncle Jack's noodling away in the basement again. It smells <laughs> funny down there, Dad. Well, you know, he lost his job. So, you know, he's trying to trying to figure out his way in life, son. Uh, yeah, that's what it sounds like. I mean, it's completely directionless. It's fucking boring, stony, dirgy, uh, bullshit. And the fucking central conceit is about fucking, (laughs) these cats seem to blow everyone's mind, but mine, baby. You're so fucking different. You're so unique. He doesn't even own a TV. He doesn't even own a cat. Cats aren't cute to Jack White. What the fuck, Jack White? I I would watch a million cat videos, 44 minutes of them, rather than ever listening to this album again. So, uh, yeah, fucking Christ. Boring as fuck. Just a, a maudlin parade of, of, of self-indulgent, performative fucking prattling. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I really hate it. Yeah, I still don't think... I think it gets much worse. I You know, I don't love this song, but... Um... I feel I hadn't fully turned, you know, hadn't fully started hating the album yet at this point. I think the worst is yet to come. I mean, yeah, but I, this is still pretty bad. <laughs> it's really not, it's not good. This is not aging gracefully, my dude. This is, this is not, it's not cute. Um, um, is these cats, is this a metaphor for, for musicians too? Like, I don't yeah, he's saying like these cats seem the... to blow everyone's mind, but mine. Uh, is he like talking about his like competition? Is of he talking? Is he talking about Imagine Dragons? Yes, he's talking about Imagine Dragons <laughs> <laughs> that have a lot more in common with this album than than they should. Mm. <laughs> Particularly no, the rapping. I'll give, I'll give him some credit. This is a shitty batshit album, but it doesn't sound like Imagine Dragons. That's that's true. It sounds like some <laughs> other bullshit. The rapping, though, I mean, yeah, it does that's a little more Twenty One Pilots, I think. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. I <laughs> same diff. Um, March Badness Champions, Twenty One Pilots, winner of the Imagine Dragons Trophy. <laughs> Let's not forget. Give the adulation where it's due. You know, fresh victory for our boys. After a long March badness. 
Yeah. You gotta make it seem important, right? To keep, very important. Keep tuning in. <laughs> you know, you know. Critical, critical content. Uh, yeah, I just, the, you know, you stuck a price tag on their nose, man. You know, who can, why walk a dog, man? Why doesn't the dog walk you? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. This is some, like, unschooling, like, Hampshire bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is just, like, it needs to be, somebody needs to walk him. <laughs> like, somebody <laughs> needs to leash him. <laughs> uh, because it, it, this is what happens when you, when you let fucking Jack White off leash and, and let him into the fucking you know, prescription cabinet. I, I don't even know what it's all. It, it is a really, it's a bad combination of too many edibles and like, I, I definitely get some, some Coke energy too. Some, some cocadelic shit, you yeah. know, with like, these are great ideas, man. <laughs> like, they're not. They're yeah, not. Jack White is the dog, right? And he doesn't need to be walked, right? He doesn't He's going to go walked. his own way. He doesn't want a price. He's been watching these nose. videos that tell him to go his own way. So he. Yeah, right. Has decided to uh, <laughs> <laughs> release this album. Yeah, that's that big Jordan Peterson energy coming in here. Yeah, yeah. He's method acting, okay? We're just. Yeah, he's <laughs> method acting, yes. Uh... Uh, method acting. <laughs> oh, I do method acting. Oh, uh, you 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 uh, you like get that into the role? No, I just act do while I am method. <laughs> I am method the fuck up. <laughs> um, uh... All right, we got a lot to go. We got corporation yeah. up next. Oh God, guys, what if we just start a corporation? <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> I feel like that's nowadays. Nowadays, that's how you get adulation. <laughs> Who's with me? Who's with me? Yeah, I'm thinking about starting a corporation. Who's with me? Oh my god, dude. Oh. Yeah, that's worse than Sting and Shaggy, my dude. That's worse than Sting and Shaggy. So at first it's like it's this long instrumental section he, like he thinks he's like james brown or something he's, he's like doing james brown wayne kramer De, de la roca yeah mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound it sounds like he's at the beginning the whole first movement you know there's two movements right it's like it sounds like he's doing like false plunder phonics like he's doing something that like the avalanches would have sampled to put together and he's doing it with organic instruments and it just sounds like trailer bait or like montage bait like he's just like it's just soundtracky it doesn't it, it doesn't sound like a you know song written with an, an any sort of intent and then the vocals come in oh and it's so Ugh. fucking oh let's start a couple 
inspirational. Ooh, that be crazy. Oh, that be wacky wild. <laughs> Screaming Jay Hawkins. Wow. Who's with me? Who's with me? I'm the Joker. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, My name is Jack White and I'm the Joker. <laughs> Why don't we, we become the Joker together and go our own way? We live in a society. <laughs> it's oh God! So bad, dude. How many fucking sound effects can you use to distract from the fact that you have absolutely nothing to say? Like, just drown out those voices telling you your time is up with more bongos, baby. <laughs> what was the other album we did recently with all the fucking bongos? Oh man, Jesus! What? Yeah, who what? had bongos? Oh my God! It was a recent episode. Anyway, generally bongos are a cry for help. Can we just can we just put that out there? Like <laughs> You should really use them sparingly unless your name is right? Curtis Mayfield. Absolutely. And you sir, this is no this is no Curtis Mayfield. I know no. he's trying to do for do the fucking Miles Davis, you know. Uh and, yeah, and actually he's doing like, very much the Superfly soundtrack, Shaft soundtrack sort of thing on this song in particular with those uh the pentatonic guitar like but in the, and all in the, the bongos and the drum breaks in the whitest way in like such a the whitest <sighs> way <laughs> way you gotta chew out that w like that's <laughs> yeah dude like what the fuck it's an insult it's an insult an of an insult. It's it's such a, you know, because that's the thing is like, you know, garage rock in general, rock and roll in general, you can make an argument for any, you know, any white people playing rock and roll that, that you know, it, all all the roots come from, from black music and it, yeah. it is appropriative, right? But it's right. not because the Jack synergy White of played music. blues rock and garage right. rock, you know, nobody in his was heyday. Getting, nobody was pissed about that. No, but this is where you cross so a fucking gently. line, my dude. Because well, you're doing it, it, you're doing like a a pathetic caricature. Yeah, it's so it's it is offensive. That's where it crosses the line from appreciation into straight up appropriation. You're not adding anything. You're just fucking. You're you're just taking. I will say again though, still pretty good compared to some of the later songs. Still one of the stronger I'd say songs on the album. Honestly, yeah, there is overall. one riff. There is one riff and 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 it's the first real riff on the album that comes comes in at the end of the song, but it still goes nowhere. You know the riff, it, and you know it just yeah no it's not uh, it's it's not written like a regular rock and roll song or even like a regular funk. Don't funk try song, to put him in a know? box, it is, man. Uh, yeah, he's, he's outside the track. box. And what that means DIY, is... DIY, baby! Is he, he's writing a song, you know, where it sounds like someone constructing a, a song from samples in Fruity Loops, but, like, before it's been completed. Like, this is, like... Right. This is... Uh, <laughs> the Avalanche's style beat, rough edit, uh, dot, uh, FLL. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the wrong kind of audacious. You know what I mean? That's what I keep feeling. That's like the 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 feeling I get from this album is just, you know, when 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 the White Stripes came out, they were audacious, right? Like that kind of music and like stripping it down to the very basics and the 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 wailing, the 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 screaming, the live performance, Meg White just very very basic, you know, like steady backbone beat. 
That yeah. was very unique. It was very strange and cool and fucking, again, that the right kind of audacious. The audacious but that had something to fucking say. It was still you know? grounded with, like, really solid songwriting and tech yeah. technique. Uh, even for as simple as Meg was, you know, the the songs were very tight uh, and very, you know, well-constructed. There wasn't a lot of fucking around. They were constructed. They were... They didn't waste time in their songs with the White Stripes, I feel like. They were short songs. They got the ideas out there. That song was... And they were super strong fucking riffs. That song was almost six minutes long. And it was a bunch of bullshit. And it was a bunch of fucking bullshit. Yeah. And there's still worse shit on this album. And that is fucking bad, dude. Like, And, you know, usually when Jack White does long songs with his, his other projects, because they got a few, you know, the White Stripes, Have Ball and Biscuit is pretty long, and then there's a, some really long Dead Weather songs. But usually he is fucking ripping sweet singing solos on those long songs. And he's – there's none of that. You don't get any of that, any such pleasures on uh, Corporation. Ugh, Yeah. Yeah, blah, gross. I hate it. It's it's bad. Um, put him in a box. Put him back in the yeah, fucking get box. Get back in the box, Jack. <laughs> Jack in the box. Jack get in the Jack box, in baby. The box. <laughs> <laughs> Board him up. <laughs> get his house out of reach or something. I don't know. <laughs> Board him in a house out of reach. <laughs> or something. Or something. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I can't really figure out what the album title means. I get it either i don't get it the titles of these songs i tried to figure it out the next one is like uh some sort of reference to psychiatric conditions it's very and this is not this a song, next song should, is not a song, not a song. it's some not a song. fucking bullshit i guess it's a let's, fucking terrible poem let's check that, it out <laughs> who even did this fucking i i i yeah wow uh yeah this is called abulia and acrasia Implacable and intractable, I abdicate with inexorable pleasantry in this solemn refutation, this most earnest repudiation. I shall not negate that which I state irrevocably. How are the blooming dales? <laughs> the long lost final episode of prairie home companion <laughs> you know God. after the, gr- the boarding house the on the prairie order. home companion <laughs> yeah. sorry sorry i can't i don't even know how to comment on this i almost don't want to it's 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 almost unanalyzable because it's not a fucking song it it is apparently uh, a poem that that Jack White wrote and he has some Australian blues singer named C.W. Stone King. What a cool name. Um, And his quote about the song is, uh, quote, I wrote all those complicated words because I wanted to bring out Stone King's vocal tones as much as possible. I love his speaking voice. It's almost like this milkman from the 1930s, dot, dot, dot. But the character is really just asking for a cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, Jack White is very much like, you know, like high school dropout who thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Absolutely. You know, Jordan Peterson guy. energy. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he's is... a PhD, but all the people who listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those type 
extreme abjuration that which I repudiate so vehemently, adamantly, unrepentant, implacable, and intractable, I abdicate with inexorable pleasantry. I will say it's kind of fun to to, to talk like a, a, a 1920s, you know, dandy. Yeah, but it it's very dead. We all love Deadwood and we all own a thesaurus. You know, it's not I'm not impressed. No, God, <laughs> this is like, oh, man, it's very much those like. You know, like very like oiled up beard, like lumber, lumber sexual uh, fucking like, you know, professional. Yes, exactly. The bacon boys, the professional mustache twirlers like, you know, axe throwing bar. Exactly. Exactly. Uh Fucking. Yeah. I just I I fucking hate it. I hate it. Like metery. I'm going to open a metery (laughs) fucking energy. (laughs) I'm going to get just, jacked and wear suspenders. Oh, my God. Like I'm ready. Hat. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> this could be my identity. This will work, right? No one's going to ask questions about Well, this. I mean, I feel like Jack White it really is who a lot of those guys aspire to be. So it's kind of yeah. a cycle, isn't it? You know, Jack isn't White, it? Jack White is like a, uh, a bowler hat guy uh, icon, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, liter- literally. Or is he is he more fedora than bowler? I don't know. You know, I feel like he switches it up. Fedora, bowler, <laughs> pork pie, I think anything with a full brim, uh, he's willing to give it a try. He's he can he he's gonna he's he's bought out the haberdashery. <laughs> he owns one. Yeah. It's a it's a craft meadery slash haberdashery slash uh I would say like, you know, like artesian um dog park, but we know that he hates dogs, so <laughs> No, he likes dogs, but cats don't blow his mind. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, But also, like, what is it to own a dog, really? Uh, do, I, I think you're joking, right? But, like, I would believe you if that was true, if he had a meadery in Absolutely. Nashville. I know he's got, like, a record store in, like, you know, slash studio in, in Memphis, or is it in Nashville? Nashville, in he's, he's building, he, apparently he's been building, like, you know, yeah, like different studios in 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 uh, Detroit and and yeah. Nashville and and some of that's now cool. he's getting he oh cool apparently vi- according- vinyl releases he did that Mozart song that he put ICP on and released on for like vinyl record store well, <laughs> Friday or whatever. Apparently, I. I just uh, I just did a, a little cursory Google search just to see what the latest news on Jack White is, and <laughs> the most recent article about him in uh, Uproxx is about how he's now getting into NFTs. <laughs> so oh, nice, better you gotta him be and bullish, Paris Hilton. bro. You gotta be <laughs> bullish on NFTs and crypto, bro. That's the next level. That's what the next place we're all going. <laughs> everything's automation we're just gonna make money for a living off of computers <laughs> but off apparently JPEGs. but he's also the same guy in the same fucking breath who's telling the kids to get off their phones and off his lawn like why Ugh, i hate it <laughs> yeah i, I mean he's it. very much that type of dude i mean throughout he's always shown exactly who he is and sometimes it's cool like he's got this like manic workhorse thing but also sometimes it's extremely fucking dorky he's clearly a huge pale pasty dork who wears fucking fedoras outfits from the haberdashery 
Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Abulia and Acrasia, I mean, of course, this is, this is, we should have known. We should have known. <laughs> Hypermisophoniac. Oh, I mean, man. how about this one? How about it? How about How about it? Uh, this one? Yeah, here we go. So I feel like in my right ear, there's someone playing like an NES game where they're trying uh-huh. to pilot a spaceship and they just can't get it off the ground. It's going beep, woo, beep, woo. And it's just like <laughs> stop. And like the beep, like I'm picturing that's the brakes on the NES game. That's how the yeah. sound processor, you know, does the brakes. Beep, woo. And in the other ear, uh, there's like a fish. No, not even fish. It's not even it's not even. As pleasant as a fish oh. song oh. in the left Listen ear. Listen to that sentence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you're right. Continue. <laughs> yeah, it's like that fucking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. But on the bad acid, like some some bad Sesame Street fucking kazoo guitar. And it's just, it feels like the entire album is like a really bad one-man improv show that like he's making up on the spot and none of the jokes are landing and none of the content like transitions effectively. Like, I just, I, I, I. Yeah, he's the, doing, she's trying uh, to do like a Reggie Watts thing with like a loop pedal, but he it's stuck uh, playing this loop that he didn't mean to play and he can't turn it off. So he's just trying to improv around it. It's like, fuck, how do I stop this thing going? This terrible loop. I don't know. I'll like, and it's like, it's like the drums are shaky and I don't know. I guess he's just trying to be really avant-garde. Um, but again, it just, it's another one that just goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. Nothing never gets off the ground. Just like the spaceship I was hearing and imagining from the <laughs> NES game never gets off the ground, never goes anywhere. Well, and apparently, like, I think, like, the the whole thing is, again, it's it's intentional, of course, Mike, and you're welcome. Uh, and then, then the name of the song is called uh, Mis- Hypermisophoniac. Uh, Hypermisophoniac, which is a reference to misophonia, which is, you know, the the natural kind of, like, the feeling of disgust you get. And I definitely have this. Like, I hate mouth noise. Like, people eating with their oh, mouth open or like chew, yeah I, even though i do it <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes not often obviously yeah uh but <laughs> yeah like you know I, I i don't like that so what he did was he was like i'm gonna make a whole song like that baby like b- buckle up you fucking uh, i'm suckers. gonna make a song completely unlistenable on purpose for on art. purpose dude he he developed an interest in misophonia which which inspired him to create this song out of intention 
unintentionally annoying sounds, including the sound of his son's fidget cube toy. So that might be. Is that, that what that be, is? Jesus Might Christ. be the sound, dude. And he says, quote, there are these people who have a hatred of sound and certain sounds drive them to tears. White said, I thought, what if we took annoying sounds with a recording, annoying musical sounds and tried to make something beautiful out of them? Mm-hmm. This. This is the attempt of making something beautiful out of that. This is the fucking All right, F. You get an F. In the, you get in an F. Making something beautiful uh, 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 assignment. You oh get an F. man! This is a this is a fail. This is like forty percent. You know, at at best, maybe you got you got to meet like three questions right on the making it sound beautiful test because it sounds horrible. It is a horrible, <laughs> horrible song. Apparently, did you know about Jack White and like his ex-wife and a restraining order? I no. What a what a surprise! Is this an episode Jack of White. Is this person a piece of shit? Oh, unfortunately. Um. Well, I know that he had to go to fucking anger management in like the two thousands for like beating up the like singer of the Von Bondies or something like that. <laughs> was it the uh, Von Bondies or was it the? Yeah. No, right, it, so was the, was, it What about? Yeah, or was it was the, the Libertines. Didn't he fight him too? Probably. So this guy's a fucking asshole, maybe, with, like, you know, anger issues. He's definitely a narcissist. Um, apparently, oh, the Black Keys hate him, too. Well. Interesting. The Black Keys would be nothing without Jack White, so I'll oh, take that with a true. grain of salt. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, apparently he had a petty fight with uh, Dan Auerbach where he tried to get his children removed from the classes with... The Dan Auerbach's children or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking Dude, petty. Dude, that is such fucking uh, oh rich people God. drama. That is some real real housewives of uh, Nashville shit. Oh, man. Yeah, he hated. They, like, released some, some I guess, some emails between him and his ex-wife where he was talking about how much he hated the, the Black Keys. Um, but, yeah, Dude, so let's whatever. see. He's ex-wife. Right uh, they fucking copped his whole shit. Uh, yeah, true for sure. Um, so let's like talk about this restraining order. Uh, I just feel like I gotta say it. I didn't really know about it, and I was just looking through recent Jack White. So this isn't super recent. This is uh, let's see, t- 2013, not recent at all. But apparently, um, yeah, they he he his ex wife got a restraining order, um, barred the singer guitarist from having quote any contact with Elson whatsoever, except as it relates to parenting time with the party's minor children. Um, and this was two years after they divorced. Um, and she, uh, her, the, uh, his ex-wife, Karen Ellison, um, claims he was an unfit father, uh, refused repeated pleas to attend family counseling, and claims the singer has a violent temper. Um, and she fears for her and the children's safety as a result of this harassment. Uh, yeah, barraging her with phone calls, texts, and emails. Um, bullying her into submission. Uh, awesome. Great. This totally fucking makes sense. Um, mm. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So yeah, that I believe shit, it. Yeah. Yep. So uh, none of that uh, is necessary. Fame, to, to, for <laughs> fame will oftentimes make uh, a beast uh, above understanding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you god know, a long enough timeline all celebrities <laughs> become beasts above understanding uh, 
Yeah. So, I mean, this music is bad regardless of that, but it is always important to contextualize uh, people being bad. Sure. So, yeah, it seems like, (laughs) unfortunately, as is often the case, is this person a piece of shit? Seems like a yes. Looks. It's a yes. Signs points towards yes. Yeah. Um, Um, We should take a break, I think. Before Ice Station. Before we get to the real. The real, like, I was saying this album is all fucking sinew and bone and no meat, but this is the meat of the album right here. <laughs> this is the big, juicy something burger <laughs> that you can sink your teeth into. Uh, and I think Ooh. we should take a little break. I'll get myself a seltzer so I don't, Me uh, too. you know, for a parrot no with more... this main course. Uh, and then we can talk about so I... <laughs> Ice Station Zebra. So I don't have any misophonia from your dry mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. I might have to get misophonic and eat some leftover Chinese chicken wings. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's fine with me. I don't have misophonia. (laughs) Do our, uh, do it. Does our audience. I'm sure plenty of them do, and you know we. It's not like we don't already have enough one star reviews. Yep. By the way, stop. Hey, rate and review us five stars, please. They got us, man. The Imagine Dragoners. They got us. They got us. We got. Oh (laughs) fuck. No, they just hate me. They really hate me. They. uh, (laughs) Did we we get a bad review? Yeah, we got a new bad review. New one star, baby. They really hate me. Oh man, Heather, you, I'm sorry. We gotta let you go. You bring. I know. <laughs> it's been real. It's been real. It's the only way. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you guys will soar to the top. <laughs> oh man, I really, I, I can't, I can't pay attention to it. But it, it's no. It, but stop. It does come on. Do impress your part. me when people go out of their way to write a multi-paragraph fucking essay. <laughs> Hate you. I gotta it's check really out this review. Should we that read level it? Of we effort. Read it? Oh man, let's see. Uh sure. Oh god. This podcast is neither funny nor adds anything of substance to the discussion of music. The entire episode was complaining. Oh man. I listen to other bad music podcasts that are funny, upbeat, and enjoyable to listen to. Uh, while this is so negative and seems to treat the thing as a miserable experience that they have to slog through to be done with. It is. Uh, it's sometimes That's it what is. it is most of the time. Sorry we're not all hugs and sunshine, Cubby Bear 912. Fucking Christ. It was so harsh, I found it hard to finish even a single episode. Well, fucking fuck off. How about that? How about that? I mean, look. I had to slog through your review. <laughs> look, we are not having a good time here on this show. <laughs> I thought That's people why liked that. I thought that people was the do appeal. enjoy that. People, people like they, you think they were. We're supposed do to you be think upbeat? they were having fun on Jackass? No, that <laughs> show was horrific. People loved their misery. They were in pain. They were all <laughs> they were... in constant pain. That's why we tuned in. That's what it's uh, all about. I know. If you're not in for a Jackass type experience, don't listen to Make It Stop. That's that's what I have to say. <laughs> Sorry, Cubby Bear. <laughs> Oh man, this, this I love it. This is a show about our misery. It, absolutely, that's, it's literally called "Make It Stop." That's what the what show is about. That's the point we're of su- it. We're just supposed to be gentle. We're just supposed to allow shit like fucking ice station zebra. 
Yeah. I'm not allowed. Yeah, I defy you, Cubby Bear, to listen to yeah. even the 30-second clip we're about to play of this song and then yeah. and then put yourself into our shoes, okay? Yeah, I want I want you to feel the joy of having and to analyze you put this. Put yourself into my shoes having to listen to the song and talk about it and try to be positive. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Let's try to be a po- let's do it. Let's be a positive. Try, uh, try to even a positive podcast. Try to even after. organize your thoughts in such a way where you're not all talking over each other because it's it's <laughs> not possible. If you're if week in and week out, this is what you're doing. That's what the show is going to be. I'm sorry. That's what also, it has is, to be. This is Boston I- Irish cultural discrimination. Yes, this <laughs> is my cult. This is my culture. This is my culture. This is yeah. You think. <laughs> I think it's honestly I think a lot of people fucking just don't want us to talk about like politics and about the bummer shit that the people do they want us to just focus on the, the music well here we go we'll focus on this music yeah. um, it's atrocious this is unbelievably bad I didn't know it could ever be this bad absolutely should have been on the worst of 2018 in my opinion uh, Ice Station Zebra. This probably this should have been on the list. This is its top ten God. worst song of 2018. It's true. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, here we go. Here's an example. If Joe Blow says yo, you paint like a Baggio. Yo, respond no, that's an insult, Joe. I live in a vacuum. I ain't copping no one. Listen up, son. Everyone creating is a member of the family Passing down genes and ideas in harmony The players and the cynics might be thinking it's odd But if you rewind the tape, we're all copying God <laughs> Oh yeah, shit, this is man, fun. is that the new Rage Against the Machine? <laughs> shit, that's... <laughs> rewind, throw that back on uh, We're wow. having fun! Spitting I'm gonna be so fire. positive about this Hot fire spitter so much to be positive and <laughs> about here Wow. 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 Dun 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 Hold on. I just want to say one thing. And then, yes, that Jack White apparently said to the son regarding this song, quote, I hate to say the word rap, but this particular delivery is almost like Eric B. and Rakim or a tribe called Quest. Mm. Is it? Is that what it's like, Jack? Is that the closest comparison? That is a boarding house reach, motherfucker. That is. We're reaching. We're stretching. We are limbered. Yeah, I think you maybe on a good day could be like a fraction as good as Hester Prynne, Jack, at rapping. Oh, oh my God, Um, dude. But yeah, in the Pitchfork review of this album, they actually they quote they, qu- oh, they yeah. quote this song. You know the parts we were just quoting. If Joe Blow says "Yo, you paint like Caravaggio," you respond, "No, that's an insult, Joe." 
I live in a vacuum. I ain't copping no one. Listen up, son. Everyone's creating. Everyone creating is a member of the family. Pass it down genes and ideas and harmony. The players in the cynics probably thinking it's odd, but if you rewind the tape, we're all copying God. And uh, this is a review uh, on Pitchfork by Jason Green. He says, now quoting someone's lyrics to make them look silly probably isn't nice. It, That's what Cubby Bear would say. <laughs> it might even be disingenuous. Plenty of sharp-sounding couplets wither in the harsh light of the printed page. But White's delivery, if possible, is even worse than the words. The painful yo and Joe blow, the coup de gras of we're all copying God, which White repeats, eager to rub it in, is a thumb in the eye. What does he think he's doing? What does he want us to think he's doing? All is mystery except your overwhelming desire to turn away. Eric B. and Rakim. Um, so can I, whoa, it, there's so much uh, to, to deal with here. I, it, it's really, it's something imp- that needs to be dealt with. It, it well, needs to be disciplined. Yeah, it's a very, um, uh, um, it's a very 21 Pilot style song, you know, with the rapping <laughs> and with the subject matter really being about like, you know, you can't, you know, be easily labeled or put into a box, you know. It's, you know, and, and you can't, and people try to claim, people try to put you in a box by claiming that you're just ripping off better bands and just, like, copying old trends. But, like, actually, we're just, all artists are just copying God, you know? It's all yeah. part of the same, we're all part of the same family, and we're just, we're copying God, you know? And you just add your own piece to the puzzle, of to God's puzzle. It's and very... Quite a puzzle piece. It's very it's, <laughs> quite it's puzzling. Got the, it's got the Christian, the overbearing Christianness of of Twenty One Pilots, along with their like arrogance, like uh uh-uh, uh, I'm gonna you know fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Exactly, you know, they're, exactly. They're, you know Jack White's very own version of Rage Against Against the Machine here, uh, saying we come on, you can lick the stamps, and we could put together a portfolio and sing Hallelujah in stereo. If we find a baby, let her into the fold, but keep the car running on molten gold. We got the fever and there ain't no cure, girl. Take out insurance if you ain't too sure, girl. We do things that lovers do well. Never have to ever hear the rings of school bells. What? Sorry, I sound like Jack White. What? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Plaid jeans, no cellular phone. All the time in the world, no Twilight Zone. (laughs) My time is mine, and they know they can't. This is like my Pat Boone, but he's Pat Booning all over the place on this. This is is a big Pat. I know, dude. Like, JB told me God to hit it and quit it. So there's this James Brown reference, of course. Uh, In case you didn't know. Uh, did you know that the origin of this song was apparently that he uh, had written this for a scrapped, <laughs> wonder why, joint album that he had wanted to put out with Jay-Z in 2009? Oh, wow. Uh, Collision Course, Volume 2. Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, Collision Course is sick. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Lin- I mean, Link- Linkin Park and Jay-Z, like, that numb, like, remix, it's 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 hot fire. Um. But this yeah, is just... Yeah, we need the sequel. We need the sequel Z- with Jack White. The JW sequel. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh. Why did that never happen? Get on that. Yeah, yeah he MTV just said, mm, for, for, 
for some reason, quote, it just never culminated and we didn't finish. But this was something I played drums, piano, guitar, and bass on as an idea for Jay-Z to maybe spur him on to inspire him and do something. Yeah, it inspired so him to Jack do, White doing do something Jay-Z. else. This was him this trying to him, get Jay-Z to right, collaborate with him. This is the song that he ghost wrote for Jay-Z that Jay-Z said, yeah, I'm going to have to ah, pass. That's a hard pass from <laughs> Hove. <laughs> if Joe Blow says you paint like Caravaggio. Caravaggio. Young. I I ain't copping no one. (laughs) Oh, man. Eric B. and Rakim. I mean, eat Mm. your heart out. (laughs) Yeah. This is the worst. It's so bad. This is a terrible song. This is a a really, really, really bad song. It's It's fucked up. It's so bad. It's very fucked up. It sucks. It makes me real mad at Jack White. Who I generally, I give him a pass for a lot. I feel like I give him a pass for a lot of the weird shit for the he hair, says in interviews, the hats, uh, for the domestic the uh, yeah, troubles, domestic troubles. <laughs> you know, I I mean, I didn't know about that. I, I don't I don't want to say I've been giving him a pass for that, but I gave him a pass for a lot of sh- dumb shit. I shall not, I no. shall not give any sort of pass for well the only ice pass is station zebra. I'm not going to give it a pass. It's for a the hard title. pass. Hard pass. Or for the, <laughs> anything else. Nothing was done right here. This is an abomination. It was done How white. How dare you, sir? It was done white. Out the box, baby. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Sorry. Can you actually restate that, but positively and joyfully so that in a way that um, isn't so harsh, Mike? Oh, yeah. Um, I really liked the part. Where it ended. I like the part <laughs> where um, it went dun 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 dun. I thought that was really strong songwriting. I thought that's a great riff. <laughs> Cubby Bear approved, baby. Uh, well, I think we had basically uh, exhausted uh, ice fucking the mighty ducks whatever what the fuck is the icy zebra boy icy zebra boy um so why don't we move on to the next song here which is called over and over and over this one was the hit (laughs) this was the hit this was the this was the hit what do you mean by who who for who uh i feel like this was the one song on Genius, at least, that had the most views. Oh. Uh, I think it was the single that was the most successful. I don't know if it even was a single. Was it was. It? it was the third oh. single. The third single. Okay. All right. Well, uh, here we go. This is this is the hit. <laughs> uh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. all right. It's still got a bongos and like quite a choice, like the way the uh, the gang vocals are produced. 
Yeah. Very uh, goofy, Tiny Tim style, the first two goes. And then the third time, it sounds like a bunch of people doing a Michael McDonald impression. Over and over. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely, it's goofy. It's definitely like intentionally goofy. I don't think it all works, but I do think, hey, I mean, the guitar riff is good. There's a riff. There's a riff. There's a riff. It's composed like a song. Um, yeah, they definitely have that tactic of like, oh, we don't know what to say. Layer in some black background background gospel singers and, uh, you know, very kid rock energy with, yeah. with that. Uh, but I wouldn't even classify. I think on the first track of the album, um, yeah. he's got some gospel vocals that are like very much in that vein, but they're stupid sounding on this one like they're yeah, it's not yeah. it's not gospely it's like very it's uh opera weirdness go opera theater <laughs> like a theater kid inside joke uh vibe yeah know, to the vocals the poor baby with the weight of the world on his poor precious little fibula <laughs> what a stupid fucking line my fibula and fema hold the weight of the world Okay. All right. Is that and in your leg? Still just Is bad it? instrumental choices. Like a lot. And, and he's trying to do like sound collage. I feel like he's trying to. Be, I think he's trying to be Beck on this album. Yes. Yes. I included that. Yep. Absolutely. I think yep. he wants to do the like sound pastiche, genre pastiche style shit that, that Beck does. Or at least like used to do on like Odelay and, and Guero yep. and stuff. Um, but fucking Beck. Beck writes hooks. Yeah, Beck exactly. Beck writes fucking hits. Yeah, I know I got this the is Beck... the closest thing to a hit, but the closest yeah. thing to a hit has a room full of twenty-two people going over and over, over and over. Yeah, yeah. I used uh, I compared the previous song, like the like you know rappy rappy Jamiroquai Beck via Beck breakdown mm -hmm. that was I used you know I, I saw that comparison um for sure I I just I, it's still so stupid he's still these lyrics and I'm punished for the passion only telling because you're asking and am I gutting for the tasking <laughs> I don't know are <laughs> you are you and over. No, over. <laughs> The rock and roller, the young and older, rolling back to the stroller over and over. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still cosplay funkadelic minus like the world building fun and intention and funk most critically. But it is at least a song. Yeah. With a riff, with a riff. Yeah, the riff does a lot of heavy lifting. I mean, for all the weird choices as it... it the uh, the nice pentatonic bluesy dirt of that old familiar Jack White guitar tone, uh, it keeps it grounded. Yeah, and and that is that is absolutely what this album needs is some grounding. Yeah, like this is not groundbreaking, but it is grounding, and that is that is what I would love to have more of on this album. It's it's very very fucking groundless. His head is literally in the clouds. Oh, I get the album cover, oh, man. Wow. Whoa. His head's in the yeah. and he's trans now. Yeah, and he's trans, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what these lyrics are. I don't know if this is just from uh, a poor translation, uh, but there's also the lyrics, hollow body, wine belly perfidy. 
what does perfidy mean? Is that a word? Since it's not a word. More move like Isada Frashini. Who's Isada Frash? I don't care. I, I don't. They make don't. like uh, luxury cars, like even more expensive, like Rolls Royce style. Oh, perfidy is a word. Uh, it's a word that nobody ever uses in actual conversation, of course, because uh, wine belly perfidy. So perfidy yeah. means deceitfulness and untrustworthiness. Okay. We well, already know he's got that the Thoris at the ready. Yeah. But this yeah. is a guy that, as I recall, reading the liner notes to fucking White Blood Spells, White Blood Cells, spelled the word sure, S-H-U-R-E. So, like, you're definitely putting on some airs, Jack White. I yeah. know who you really are. <laughs> this is the source, the musical. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's still not great, but this is a, it's it's a fine song. It is a song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, it. I don't even really love it. I don't even think this is as good as, uh, like connected by love, which isn't very I, good either. I think it's a but, little bit better than maybe corporation. Yeah. But, yeah. I think so. I think so. I think so. But that's a very low bar. Yeah. <laughs> a very low bar. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next song here. This is called Everything You've Ever Learned. And what a surprise. We're going to get some more bongos. Bongos, baby. baby. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> god you want to reconsider everything oh my god uh, dude Luke, what is this the, the fucking fish white tape oh the white tape yeah <laughs> yeah this, this is, is not one white tape throw, i'll say throw this in the trash you don't throw it you away. don't need to with the bongo show this to the public you don't need to release this no, this isn't dude. for other people to consume jack white no, you should know better no. No. That's not that's not what you do when you when you go into your little home studio and you come up with actually your you know what, actually I'm, I'm gonna take a moment to call out bullshit on his whole thing of like oh I wrote yeah. this album in my head yeah what is there to of what element of this song did uh, did you th- is there to remember in your head no it, it was. <laughs> Did you did you map out the entire bongo uh, procession accompaniment? Yeah. Did you uh, or was it just you were like I think probably the only thing that you had down for certain is at some point uh, you know as a transition point it's gonna go ding 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 and then the rest is just white noise of you yelling like white noise what a good name for white noise album. from the white tape by jack white featuring uh you know 19 year old fish white nonsense uh, <laughs> oh man are it's... you ready for me to say words to you in this type of voice for two minutes straight over bongos getting back to his, his altar boy roots trying to take us to church i guess it's some fucking bongo philosophizing <laughs> Just, I hate it. Dude. It's trash. Throw it in the trash. It's throwaway, jerk off. It's bullshit. It's so much. Of this album is just, it's just Jack a complete off. throwaway. 
Yeah, completely. I mean, this is, it's, again, not a song. It's not a spoken song. world. Not a song. Not even close to a song. Zero out of ten. Yeah. Uh, not even a riff. <laughs> Do you want to start a fire? Well, you can watch it burn. <laughs> Do you want to question everything? Then think of a good question. All right, dude. Do My you want to reconsider is... everything? <laughs> My question is, why are we did you just creatures this? for a while? <laughs> Sometimes I get a little crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. It's a self-parody. Ugh, it's unbearable. It's unbearable. Next. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Next. Now this one next here. song is also not a song. Nope. 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 There's there's a theme. Uh, respect commander. <laughs> I will not. The respect commander has entered the chess. Orchestra hits making a big appearance. Those on Mortal song. Kombat synths. <laughs> <laughs> With like superfly drums. Bongos still still patting away at the bongos. Ever present oh, yeah. beeps and boops. There's Aaron's 808 kick drums here. Uh, just play a fucking guitar riff, you yeah. asshole. You just fucking stop. dick. It's too bad shit for Jack White. You, he can't pull off the. He cannot pull it off. He's not no. pulling it off at all. And it's not batshit enough to be actually like transgressive or like avant-garde or any sort of next level anything. It's just a big fucking stroke stroke off. It's a fucking it's boring. That's like its biggest fucking like out of all of that those collection of cacophonous disjointed, you know, sound effects. It's still boring, but it's not boring enough to even be able to fall asleep to because you get fucking periodic like buzz saws and then like woodpecker percussion. Like it's a migraine. <laughs> bow, bow. Fuck, dude. Yeah. It's a migraine of a song. It's, it's a, a migraine of an album. It's a lot and and not enough. Uh, you know, and this is his quote on this song. Unrespect, Commander, where we sped up the drum beat so fast, it's an almost impossible speed for a drummer to play. We, The engineer said, well, this is unplayable now. But I said, no, we're just on the edge of it being unplayable. That sounds like a good, uncomfortable place to be. Mm, you're on the, uh, you're right just over the edge into it being completely unlistenable. Unlistenable. Uh, unjustifiable. Absolutely. I, you know, unbearable. It does, in the end, sort of resolve into... Somewhat of a satisfying crescendo. You get Jack White finally at the very end ripping a, a solo with his dirty gated guitar tone. Uh, but again, it's too little too late, I'd say, after uh, what feels like an eternity of him running himself going whoop through a loop station. So it goes whoop, 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 while bongos play and... It's it's just so much. Just play a little bit more. I just 
like go a little <laughs> yeah, bit further I, in the song I, I, just so we can see sure, the, sure. The, the the progression here. Here we go. She has all my respect. She has all my respect. studio everyone he could get his mitts on Ugh, dude a maggot brain this is not yeah all right? i think I he's just, trying to do maggot he's trying brain, to do he? maggot brain he yeah. thinks that's yeah. what this is yeah this is this is how fucking rude is that how fucking narcissistic is that dude again you can't do fucking funkadelic a without funk and b without humor and c without the synergy of having a a, a a band that plays together regularly and knows how to build off of each other and jam. It's not no, called it's a, a jam. It's a one-man jam. A, soul, a one-man jam, it's dude. A one-man, a one-man jam. jack. He's gotten into the mine shaft oh, and he is stroking God. off the mine shaft. Oh, my God. Just jacking off, into, dicking around. He is the respect commander. <laughs> he has entered the chat. Oh, man. Well, are you ready for another Not A Song? Let's listen to it. It's called Esmeralda Steals a Show. Yeah, and this it's is the one I meant when I said reason. it's another Not A Song. This one's really not a song. Not a song at all. Here we go. Oh, how a crowd can melt when they've been dealt such a deliciously delicate blow by a barefooted fairy, not with a clang, but a whisper, totally stealing the show. Fools desire distraction and not take to heart Their faces to their gadgets fall south Ignoring the beauty of fog on a hill Ugh, I can't, dude. I just, I, what? 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 (laughs) Fuck off, man. Fuck off, dude. Yeah, literally. (laughs) These lyrics. What melancholy oh. magic has turned a multitude into mush? Mandibles drop from shock, an old lady at high altitude whispering hush. She slips off her white shoes and grabs a tenor pacifier from its stand. Oh, a tenor pacifier. How about how about this one? This is this is the uh the the kids and their phones line uh, fools desire distraction and not take to heart their faces to their gadgets fall self ignoring the beauty of a fog on a hill and a kitten with a mouse in its mouth pray thee tell what, wherefore if phones but too much <laughs> twirls mustache <laughs> First of all, what do you think kids are watching on their phones? They're watching kittens with mice in their mouths. I'll tell you what. It's it's just a stream. My TikTok is such a stream of cat content, which, again, you well, hate that, too. Cats never blew my mind, but why own a dog? <laughs> I fucking hate it, dude. I hate it so much. Esmeralda. One last time. <laughs> Yeah, just give me. Can you just like remember that song Black Math that was just like na 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 na. Why can't you just do something like that? Just play guitar and do just like dope 
like he makes it seem so effortless on like every other project that he's really hit it out on even and i mean even like some of the experimentations you get on like get behind me satan and shit like the nurse or whatever like it was it was it it came together you know it wasn't always 100% successful but it came together in a way that this album doesn't even ever begin to come close to it's totally it's, and it's, it's this insane juxtaposition of because you said effortless, right? This feels effortful and simultaneously like there was zero fucking effort yeah. at the like not a not like a, a glorious effortlessness, like a a passionate like you know losing yourself in the music effortlessness, but like a completely like phoned in. I didn't fucking care enough to write a song or play my guitar on a, this whole album. And I'm trying so hard to not try. Ugh. Mm. It, it's so jarring. It's so upsetting. Ugh. And it's still somehow like this like rhapsodic philosophization and commentary on life and blah, blah. These simple yes, and poignant from a guy, five words. From a guy who definitely knows better and knows everything and has it all figured out. I know the secret of life. And it's not looking at thine phone. (laughs) One must get in the mine shaft and plow, plow away. Chip away at the walls of the mind and harvest the ore of your memories and your creative output shall flow like... Pure oil from the ma- the walls of your mind, chef. <laughs> Pure as black gold. <sighs> White gold. White gold. Oh, my God. It's fucking trash. It's terrible. Uh, should we get in the mind shaft? Let's get in the mind the shaft. Mi- the mind shaft. Whoa. Get it? Better will you. Mineshaft. <laughs> Mineshaft. A lot of people ask me stupid fucking questions. I sat there for hours. Stupid fucking questions. I understand how to construct a melody. Still don't give a fuck. My brain to my fingertips. Design. Just Marshall Mathers. And after a while, I hit three notes together. together. Same time. Oh my god, dude! I just <laughs> wow, man. Wow. There's a lot of like vocoder vocals that you that we didn't get to. That I don't Should think I we scrap- need to get to. <laughs> but that is the only thing we didn't really get in that clip. You, Let's. Uh, oh. What's with the fucking drum machine again? Like what? He's trying to be back. He's just trying to be back. He's trying to be back. He's, 
Without writing the songs, without writing the Beck hooks. funk. He's it's P just... funk with Beck vocals and, but none of those things. It like it's it reminds me like if I didn't if I didn't know that he released this on his own fucking record label with his own fucking funding and you know completely quote unquote DIY. I'd be like, is this like this is some Prince? I need to get out of my label shit. Like this is some like landing on water shit. But it's not, yeah. dude. It's his own label. It doesn't make any fucking sense, dude. Sorry, sorry. I, I guess I'm just not a brilliant folk philosopher like Mr. White, you know, who's just taking too many edibles in a dark room and playing around in a vocoder. Like, this album is for no one. <laughs> and it the lyrics are just like teen goth poetry. And, like, I guess it, it's some, you know, echoey spoken word psych jam about Jack White learning to play piano in an abandoned ghost house. Uh, very <laughs> apropos, I, 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 I guess. We lived in a ghost house. I played piano. <laughs> there was a ghost there. <laughs> I had a vocoder. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I got it in the mine shaft. I don't I know. I can't. Uh, yeah. The interesting... Uh, quote unquote interesting thing about this song is that uh much like the movie Clue had multiple endings, um this the different vinyl versions of this song had different spoken word intros. Um there's actually he recorded ten different oh, uh, nice. spoken Cute. word uh things. The 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 online the version that we that you can stream uh is just one of ten versions and the, to get the others you need to get certain printings of the vinyl. Uh, I'm reading Who the fuck cares <laughs> the different ones. I'm sure they're extremely uh, brilliant and really insightful uh, poetry. Yeah, here's really. one. Um, this is this is a vinyl exclusive here. This is version B1731. I've been walking down by the river for hours past sailors that have less tattoos than the average teenager. There's a man fishing and selling what he catches a dollar a head. I've been sitting near him for a long time now, and he's yet to look over. I have a strange feeling that I know this man, that it's me. I think it's me. Ugh. Ugh. The salt of the earth, the man of the people, He's Jack really White. a fisherman. He wears <laughs> so- that hat for all of us. <laughs> for the sailors, to, to remember days when sailors had more tattoos than the average teenager. You know, when, when men really... Didn't have to be told how to go their own way when they just knew <laughs> the beck and call of the sea. When they chopped their own fish heads and sold them for a dollar each. Yeah, I think wasn't he gonna? He was gonna go into the seminary. He was gonna go be a priest. He clearly that god complex has stayed with him because he's just ready to 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 show us all how we're all you know we're all just craning our heads southward to look at our phone picture screens instead of living our real life selling fish heads on a dock. <laughs> I guess. I think it's I me. Guess. Is that me? <laughs> I think it's me. That's like fucking... Just like a regular guy like doing his job. Oh, yeah, I think that's me, actually. Yeah, that's like fucking Walking. Justin Timberlake who like went to one of those fucking craft uh, artesian meadery axe throwing bars and was like, I think it's me. Yeah. That's me. I'm a lumberjack. He's walking down the yacht to, or he's walking down the dock to get to his yacht charter wearing like a $900 scarf and being like, that man with the fish heads, that that's me over there. 
John Mayer, before we step on this on this charter and go on a, a, a sexual assault cruise together, I want to point out that man with the fish heads is actually me. I'm me and he and I are the same. God, dude. Oh man! All right, I yeah, that's. I, too cosplaying, far. Too far. No, no, no. It's on point. I mean, cosplaying as fucking Jack White uh, is way more entertaining than the actual album itself. I'm really enjoying these asides here, but um, I feel like we should uh, move on to the next song here. Uh, okay, we get these last two songs that are mostly songs, and uh, that is a treat. Honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, here we go. This is what's done is done. What's done is done. I just can't fight it no more. So I'm walking downtown to the store and I'm buying a All right, so we get like a, a acoustic country ballad with some twinkly pianos. Uh, it's, you know, really, it's a song and it's it's not bad. I mean, it's not like fucking kick out the jams, rock and roll, but nothing on this album has been. Um, at least it's composed. Uh, the the harmonies are cool. I don't know who the woman is who's singing with him. Uh, there he's she's not credited. Uh, it's course. Esther Rose. Oh, Esther Rose. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the lyrics, this just ain't no fun. My life has become a bore. Uh, yeah, we feel that. We get that vibe. We get that energy from you in this album, uh, Jack White. You're bored as fuck, and we all have to suffer along your shallow pursuit of relevance uh, through um, bongos and vocorders, I guess. Um, but this song is is, is fine. I mean, I think, you know, it's a dark song. I'm pretty sure it's a song about a guy who is going to go yeah, do like, a murder-suicide. Like, yeah, it's like a gun control commentary song. He's like, I his, think he's, he's got no, nothing left in his life, you know. He can't hear the song that she used to sing in his ear, and he can't fight anymore. He's going to walk downtown to the store and buy a gun. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that's, you know... That's like blues. That's the that's what the blues uh, is about. Sometimes you know the darker yeah. side of of love and loss. Uh, yeah, there's a story. That is there's a story. That is what Jack White used to excel at. But I do think there's also a lot of um, still a lot of bullshit sonic diversions here. There's some corny electric piano. Uh, there, there's still it still lacks the restraint that I think should have been there. Right. Yeah. Even even on something that should be just straightforward and actually could be kind of uh, meaningful and poignant. He has to he has to ruin it with these accoutrements. Yeah. The first half, though, before he starts adding all the bullshit layers, when it just kind of sounds like an Alabama shake song. Yeah. um, Yeah. I would rather it be sung by Britney uh, from the Alabama shakes. But, you know, (laughs) I'll still I'll 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 play along. Um, but I'm never going to like listen to this, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a, any sort of groundbreaking, you know, formula here. No. Um, but yeah, yeah. definitely uh stronger, uh, you know, 
a stronger outing on the album. One of the top three, maybe. Yeah. And I, I, but I don't. I just. I also want to stress. I don't. Still don't really like it that much. It's just no, fine. for sure. It's not like you're talking about. You know, classic Jack White duets. I mean, um, definitely no Loretta Lynn. Yeah. 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 For sure. No Loretta Lynn. No. Um. What's it called? That last song. Beyonce. On Elephant. Um. Oh. Uh, well, uh, well, it's true that we love one another. I love Jack White like a little brother. brother. Oh yeah, like come uh, on, he's you know he's always. It's just when you compare anything that's kind of okay on this album to like anything to like the worst songs on any White yeah. Stripes album. Yeah, it's just not. There's no comparison. This is this is yeah. a big disappointment. You know, yes. I and I I don't I don't mean to discourage Jack White from. You know, trying new things. Seeking his truth. <laughs> you know, yeah, from trying to keep seeking. Move to the, you know, I don't think any. I'm not saying, oh, just keep doing the same simple garage rock forever. But if you're don't gonna try something new, if you're gonna go off in new directions, take the fucking time to get to your destination. This is right. a whole bunch of fucking figuring it out and not actually figuring it out. You know, this is a this this album is is a lot of. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's just a it's bunch, a of, bunch bullshit. of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. One song left. <laughs> One song left. And this song uh, was yeah. written by uh, the, the Al music. Al Capone. The music was written by the Czech composer Dvorak. And the lyrics were written by Al Capone. The lyrics were bought at auction for a little over $18,000 by Jack White himself. Uh, these are lyrics that... Al Capone composed in Alcatraz. Uh, this, I would say, is the best song on the album, and I think it's no surprise that it is the one song that Jack White had no part in writing. Nothing to do with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is a, pretty this much. This is a good song that Jack White bought. Yep, here we go. Called Humoresque. Sunbeams are playing Flowers and trees are swaying I think you just already summed it up on this one, Mike. It's a good song that Jack White bought. Yeah. I mean, that's really all you can say. It's weird how Dvorak and um, Al Capone kind of write songs like uh, that sound like... Um, Bright Eyes. Closing tracks <laughs> from Weezer albums. Or, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean... Al Capone, like, nice lyrics, Al Capone. Cool lyrics. Uh, I like his vocal, you know, performance on it. I, I like that understated, that like high pitched, you know, kind of tremulous uh, sound that mm. he's got in his voice. It feels a little vulnerable, fe- vulnerable and raw. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like I like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he had no- he had nothing to do with it besides singing it. Um, well, he arranged it, I guess, right? Like yeah. he figured out. I don't think there's a recording that exists of Al Capone singing this song, so he yeah. had to figure out. You know, I mean, but he he did. He just sang the the top line melody from the Dvorak tune, though. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he figured out what mood to sing it in. You know. Yeah. Good job. Uh, good mel- job melancholy, buddy. I guess. You know. 
he got that from the lyrics written by uh, these lovely lyrics written by like a, a stone cold murderer in, in yeah. prison, rotting his it's brain rotting away in, with syphilis. It's better than Manson's songs. That are some some of them are fine. Some of those are fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe- yeah, yeah. You know, there's a couple there's a couple decent Manson Home songs. Home is where you're happy. You know, it's it's, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know, but it you know it's 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 really it's faint praise. I'll say. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> like, really make up for anything. You know, no, um, no. that has come before. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know where I'm where I'm gonna land uh, on the scale with this album. I think. Uh, yeah. I didn't uh, think I was going to give it that low a score, but it's 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 lowered and lowered as we oh, as yeah. this review has, as as we've gone on as I revisited these songs. It's um it's just it's an album of choices, like we said. It's a lot of bad choices and not a lot of not a lazy lot of closure, choices. not a lot of closure Fake, or lazy lazy like choices that it, it don't even feel like choices. It feels like everything was accidental. And there's it very there's no accidental brilliance. It's all just kind of it 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 you know it flowed through me. It just came out of me, you know. And it's like, ugh, a lot of shit comes out of you, literally. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't make it art. Um, just another case of the missing bullshit detector. Someone who could have said, "Keep this, lose this. Keep this, lose this. You keep working on this. This this is maybe a twenty second part." You can add to a better song, you know. No one. How no dare one... we rein in his impossible genius? Clearly, he's his had this before, though. I know for sure Meg White was the bullshit detector of the White Stripes. I know for sure that she must have had him throw out plenty of songs. There must have been plenty of. I'm. I know just knowing Meg White's personality. I'm sure if he came in with a song and she wasn't feeling it, she wouldn't play drums on that song. That's just the way it would be. And I feel like, uh, you know, he must have had a good bullshit detector when he did Blunderbuss because that album is good. Uh, It's just something was lost here. Something is missing. Uh, It's subtraction by addition because he's added in. He's played every every instrument in the studio. He's done every idea he could come up with of of new directions to take his sound. Uh, And it subtracted everything enjoyable about listening to Jack White's music. Yeah, it's really it's really low down for me. I mean, it's and it's really hard to give him any credit, uh, especially because so much of it is so much of the things that, you know, even occasionally work are just like straight up derivative, you know, and that that's, you know, not what you want to hear from Jack White and who who was uh, like a maverick in in rock and roll music at one time. Yeah. Well, Um, also, I think he's always been derivative to some extent. There's always been a lot of. You know, the classics of classic rock running through what he's playing. There's been a lot of Zeppelin and... Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's not Greta Van Fleet. It's like, it's some real shit. He takes it, he twists it, he turns it on his head. You know, there's there's definitely elements, but it feels like greater than the whole of its parts, whereas this is just, it's completely just like, okay, give me more parts, give me more parts. You know, I'll, I gotta drown out the feelings of... of you know, being past my prime and like not having anything to say. And I'm going to call it, you know, an artistic, uh, a creative artistic choice when really it's just like laziness and like yeah. franticness. It's something and, that he hasn't fully figured out what he's doing yet. And he's just going to put it out there as is anyway. 
You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the stereo gum article, uh, I like this this quote. Um he says, you know, boarding house reach sounds less like a detour into bullshittery, more like what this guy might just be now. It sounds like a man <laughs> disappearing permanently up his own asshole. Um, and that is what it's it's it. That's a scary thought. I right. Hope I don't not. know. If, Please. I really hope not. But it doesn't seem like he's had the kind of uh, even the bad reviews like this is a this is a guy who's kind of prided himself on having no shame. I mean, do you think it do you think it culled him? Do you think he'll have, you know, the moment of recognition where he's like, yeah, that shit was garbage and I'm embarrassed by it? Uh, I don't know. Or will he just lean further into the the the, you know, the honky tonk mustache twirling fucking Johnny Depp, uh, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory fucking performance art bullshit. Uh, I don't know, but it's it, it doesn't bode well. Uh, it's 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 a really a really awful album. And I'm going to give it a negative four point two five, I think. Of what quantifier? Uh, uh, corporations, <laughs> inexorable pleasantries. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like know. beasts above understanding. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to give it negative 4.25. You know, it gets, it's still a 0.75 because there are, you know, he can play guitar. There's some good tones. There's some good notes that last. There's a couple songs that are decent. It's not entirely terrible, but it really is overall bad bad feelings are are you know the 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 not appreciating this this art this choice sorry wow. about it sorry about it that's a that's quite a score i don't think i can go that low i think when i when we started out i was thinking i was going to give this like a negative 1.5 because i was like oh, for wow. all its faults oh wow for all its faults it um the bull the bullshit he rapped <sighs> He and rapped, though. <laughs> he rapped so bad. <coughs> and compared that rapping to Eric B. and Rakim. Yeah, and then just, like, just reconsidering, like, the stuff I did kind of like. Because there's moments, it's just not enough. Nothing really makes up for it. I don't know. I mean, uh, oh. Listen. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a negative three and a half. Okay. Um, uh, I'll give it a negative 3.5 dog nose price tags. <laughs> That seems reasonable. I mean, I'm always I'm always the uh, extra mean one. But I really think I mean, that, yeah, like the brevity is a good thing. And, uh, you know, occasionally it's it's not awful. But for a fucking Jack White album, that's that's really damning praise, uh, I'll say. So, yeah, I don't I'm know. Sticking with it. Negative three. You know, what? I'll do a negative three point two five. I'll go a full one point less than you, because I'll tell you what. I'm always talking about EPs. Do uh, yeah. Connected by Love Corporation. Uh, Corporation? Yes, yes, yes. Just in the context no. of that. And then, um, what was the other one? What was the one I actually liked? The Alcapone one? Over and over and over and write? over. And then the Al Capone one. Okay. Do those four. Actually, instead of Corporation, <laughs> just don't do, just do the three. Just do the three. Yeah, okay, all right. So three and one of them is uh, three out really of 13. written by him. So it's really two out of 13. So what's the math on that? All right, we'll keep it a three, negative 3.5. <laughs> we don't need to rethink this, I guess. It doesn't uh, matter. Who cares what we think, really? I mean, we're just, we're trying to box. Men, man, wow. Over we don't know. and over. 
Oh, man. Well, we this was fun, uh, even though it was really, really awful. Great suggestion uh, from our stoppy, uh, our, our, our friend uh, Jason Grace. We appreciate you uh, bringing this to our attention. We also uh, blame you for all of our problems. Um, but uh, this is a good little time. We have our next episode is going to be with Manny Raposo. We're going to do... Uh, Billy Idol's Cyberpunk. I'm very excited about that. And then we only have a few more episodes until we get to our 100th episode and our season finale. Uh, But remember, if you do decide to join as a patron and uh, throw us a little bit of cash in our little busking uh, bowler hat uh, while we're uh, selling fish heads uh, by the pier, then you get access to special episodes, an extra episode every month, including the month that we're on our the months that we're on our season hiatus. So uh, you will keep getting your content. Um, and one of the things I might not keep this in the episode, but one of the things I was thinking about, Mike, is that what we could start doing is we could do like live streams to the Patreon while we're recording over Zoom. We can do that as a live stream as like an extra perk for patrons. Sure. Yeah. Get all the stuff. Like get all the. Get- shitty parts that we cut out yeah (laughs) yeah the uncut that is our gift to you stoppies (laughs) as our patrons you can get all the shitty parts that we cut out yeah Uh, so we'll start we'll start streaming those live for you on the patreon uh usually on sunday evenings is when we record so stay tuned for that but we'll also have Um, some primo tent continuing to get posted up for sure keep an eye out for it only five bucks a month ten bucks if you want to daddy dom us yeah, daddy t- Domus, and, you, and you know what? You also don't need to daddy put Domus us on a leash if you want to just give us the money and you don't feel like um, telling us what to You're review. Over... We're f- totally fine it's with too that. Much too much pressure. Too much pressure. You know, we don't want we don't want to put any pressure on you. It's all going to be con- completely consensual. Uh, you know, just but if you want to, the option is there. Patreon.com slash make it stop. You can uh, you can subscribe now. So. Uh, Cool. We'll see you next time. Uh, you can find us at makeitstoppodcast.com or send us an email at makeitstoppodcast at gmail.com. You can send us, please give us a little five-star please. review. Please. We will Tell read it on like... air. Show us <laughs> that you we love will... us. Show us that <coughs> you don't hate us as much as uh, as much. So as many they... Imagine Dragons fans yeah. do. Or 21 Piloters or whatever they're fucking called. Um, yeah, we, we, we love it. We love the feedback. We love the appreciation. Uh, it really it means a lot. So uh, keep it coming and, and throw us a nice review if you can. So uh, we will uh, see you next time, Stoppies. Bye. Bow. The Make It Stop podcast is produced and recorded by Heather McCormick and edited by Heather McCormick and Mike Dunn. We are part of the Boston Free Radio Podcast Network and affiliated with the Somerville Media Center in Union Square, Somerville. The music for our theme song is produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening.